Live here in Washington, D.C., home of your favorite and best creators. You are now tuned in to people that you don't know that you should know. I'm your host, Ty Westbrook, featuring my co-host, Murray Ann. And let's get going with today's show. Yeah. And if you don't know, now you know. If you know, you know. All right, people, we already know what it is. It's your boy, Ty Westbrook, and we back with another episode of People That You Don't Know That You Should Know. And my special guest today is Miss Jennifer Queen. How you doing, Jennifer? Hey, hello, hello. I'm good. So excited to be here in the studio with you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. What brings what brings you back? You know, you've been in, in our what first class, a resident class back in the spring of 2018, and you know you've been in and out of the space um, periodically. But I know mm-hmm. you be out in the streets doing doing your thing. So what what you been up to? Yeah. So this is you know this is like ground zero. This is where the foundation kind of was. So I popped back through here. It's a lot of good resources here, people and things. So I go out in the world, try to work my magic and then bring it back here and get, um, you know, just re-inspired, do all the things that I need to do again. For sure. So your Instagram name is Vegan Royalty. Mm-hmm. What's, you know, the whole story behind your selection of your name, Vegan Royalty. Vegan Royalty. Well, my Instagram name, like you said, is Vegan Royalty. And my last name, as you mentioned in the beginning, is Queen. So I just thought it was fun to kind of play with the idea of royalty, royal, all those things that go along with my last name. And then I'm vegan. I've been vegan for about 18 years now since I was a teenager (laughs) so I just thought vegan royalty put it together it goes good it's memorable you know things you should have as a IG handle so all the people out there when you're doing social media you want things that are memorable things that are easy to spell no funny spelling people can't get to you fast so that's how that came about for sure. So 18 years I I, I ain't gonna guess your age I was a teenager but uh (laughs) I guess what what made you uh, transition um, from being whatever you were beforehand into actually being a whole monster. You was a monster. So (laughs) what made you transition from being a monster? No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Um, So before that, you know, when I was growing up, I ate everything. There was no restrictions on what we could eat, and I'm a foodie to the heart. Even to this day, I'm still a foodie. So I ate it all, and I ate a lot of it. Um, I grew up in Compton, California, single mom, so you know that whole story. So it wasn't a lot of being picky. You're going to eat what's put in front of you. But as I started getting older and researching and reading things on my own, um, I started reading these Eat to Live books by uh, Elijah Muhammad. And in it, he talks about, you know, he just talks about food and the digestive system, and he talks about fasting and stuff like that, all the things that are becoming popular today, intermittent fasting, et cetera. And I was watching documentaries about uh, the hormones and stuff that I put into food and how it gets into our bodies. And it made sense to me, because growing up in the area where I did, you know, fast food, that's what you did. It was accessible. Moms don't have a lot of time. We ain't got a lot of money. We just go get it done. But you could see the results Um, And being a young woman, you could see the results in like the physical bodies of the women. You know, we black, so that's, you know, we curvy and stuff, but you could see the overdevelopment at an earlier age. And I linked the two with the hormones being put in the food and the result. And I was like, wow, this isn't, this isn't what it should be. 
So I never fully transitioned into being vegan. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be vegan. I just slowly, as I started learning, I started cutting things out. First, first pork and then beef and then just slowly. Um, and then next thing I know, I looked up in like my late teenage years and I was only eating dairy. I decided to just cut that and be full vegan. Dang. So you, you, you dang, you just full vegan out here. So I'm full vegan, um, yeah, and I mean, you can imagine yeah. at that time in Compton, it wasn't trendy, it wasn't accessible, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing, which yeah. was actually a little dangerous at first. Yeah. I was literally not eating meat, so I'd be pulling through. I did it with my two homeboys. We'd literally go to like a Burger King or something and just get a burger with no meat and yeah. just be eating like the bun. It was a hot mess. That's hilarious. Yeah, but you start with what you know, you know? Yeah. Point thing is to start. You, you still get, like, any, uh, I guess, um, flashbacks or any urges to, you know, try and go eat some of the pork beef or meat <laughs> or anything? Or you, you know? Um, that's a, you know, that's a really good question because I haven't, since I stopped eating things, I haven't ever gone back and eaten them again. Like, when I... I take my time because when I stop, I know I'm not gonna revert back. It's just not in my, it's just not the way I operate. But the thing about me and food, not about me, but the thing about food is, especially in this society, so much of the social interaction takes place around food. So what happens is we begin building memories and like good associations with certain food. So I may not be craving like the chicken per se, but when I feel sad, I'm an emotional eater. When I feel sad, or I want comfort food, and comfort food to me brings me back to certain types of food. So I'm not gonna go back and eat chicken, but I may do like a vegan version, or I may do a vegan like mac and cheese. And like I said, I think it's more of the psychological association that we have with food and the memories we build around it. All right, so with also being, you know, vegan, you also do modeling from time to time as well. Yeah, so um, I'm vegan. Another thing I'm starting to do around being vegan is uh, I'm starting to help educate people. And I also do like private vegan cooking for a couple of people that are trying to deal with some severe health issues through food and herbs. So I go in and I cook for them and help them grocery shop and all that. And actually... At the end of next month, I think the date is the 29th. I'll have more information on my uh, Instagram, Vegan Royalty, coming soon. But I'll start doing vegan demonstration and education classes in Anacostia um, at the Anacostia Arts Center. And I think that first date is the 29th. And, you know, it's not about pushing people to be vegan. I personally don't advocate for people being vegan. You got to find what works for your body. But to me, it's about being intentional and that's what being vegan did, is it made me slow down and be intentional about the things I consume, reading labels. So I'm just gonna be working with folk where they are, you know? The first class is gonna be about canned goods. You know, how can you make the best out of healthy living if you're using a lot of canned foods and just starting to be more intentional about our choices. All uh, right, so what did I gotta do with you modeling? It didn't, but you prematurely switched subjects, and I wasn't ready to switch, so I just elaborated a little bit more. Oh, now we right. can go into modeling. Oh, wow, yeah, that's going to modeling. <laughs> so modeling is another love that I discovered um, some years ago, and 
I just do it. You know, you do what you love. Like I've done it and been signed to an agency. I've done it and been published. I've done it and not been published and just done it off the love, you know. It's in me. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> nah, I feel you. True, true, true. And uh, at Vegan Void, so you can see a bunch of my professional pictures on there. Yeah, yeah. Go check her out. We're just going to leave it at that. We just go check her out. <laughs> We're just going to leave it at that. Go check yeah. it out. Go yeah. see for yourself. I have a show. So you got to, you know, tell the people what's in tune for tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, was, yes. So you you doing this for the second year in a row or you been doing it for years prior to that as well? Nope. This is my second year in a row and I'm so excited. And what we're talking about, if you aren't already hip, is tomorrow, May the eleventh, down on U Street and Northwest DC, historic U Street, there's gonna be the funk parade. This is an annual, it's a big deal, it's an annual music festival celebrating not only funk music, uh, but specifically the historical music traditions on U Street. As you know, like there's a lot of history of like great black musicians who came from U Street. And particularly as the city is starting to physically change and the demographics are starting to change, it's important that we preserve culture and that we just hold on to the things that are beautiful about the city and the things that have shaped not only the city but the world and just really declare it proudly and and showcase new people that are following in that tradition. No, nah, for sure. That's beautiful. So I'll be on the main stage with my co-host, David the O. You got to drag out the last part like yeah. that. David the O. Uh-huh. So I'm really excited about that. It's going to be a bunch of bands. Um, performance starts at 1 o'clock. We're going to be on the main stage till about 6 or so. And then there's events that are going after. I'm really excited. Um, there's some folk from 202 Creates who are in it. The Soka Tribe is going to be dancing and performing on the main stage. Um, Chuck Brown Band is going to be closing, which I'm really, really excited for. Never seen either one of them live. And also, it's the Funk Parade is going to be taken over or is taken over by the musicianship, the musicianship which is another 202 Creates organization as well. So we up in there deep. Damn, I didn't even know we was all, we was all up yeah, in there deep. We yeah, like deep up yeah, in there. Yeah, we thing. taking we, over. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Hey, well, look, Queen, is there anything else you want to share with the people before we close out that we may not know that we should know about you? Mm, well, one of the things, um, as you know, I started out in a residency, and so I'm an artist. Uh, that's the one thing we haven't talked about yet. But I am an artist. I do mixed media on Mirror primarily. And so I just finished my first pieces, and they are going to be up very, 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 very soon. And so I'll have more information about where they'll be installed. It's going to be in Anacostia, but, you know, can't get the people all the information right now. So check veganvoyalty.ig page. You can also follow the Art of Royalty, which is my art page on IG. All right, for sure. Hey, Queen, mm-hmm. I appreciate you for coming in on this episode of people that you don't know that you should know. My pleasure. You got to do your thing tomorrow. Yes, sir. Which I know you will. Of course. But in case if I do come. In which, case if you do come. Which most likely I will, though. You better. You better do your thing. For sure. I can't wait to see you all out there. Come on out. I don't know. Is this episode going to be aired yeah, today? Yeah, I'm putting it on today. Oh, that's what's up. Oh, yeah. So come on out. Yeah. Have a good time with us. For sure. And it's family friendly too. You bring the kiddos. Oh, you can bring the kids. Bring the, bring the dogs and the pets. 
you know, some people do that. They do. Do what you do. <laughs> Just don't be, make, don't be riding do around with do. no bikes. I don't want to see nobody with no bikes. The main stage is right there off the, it's literally right there off the Metro, the African-American Civil War station. Yeah. So as soon as you step out, look to your left, you're going to see me right there shining and doing my thing on the stage. All right, for sure. Just don't bring no bikes. I don't want to see no don't, bikes. Listen, don't bring no bikes, but if you do, nah, I ain't going to put it yeah, out there yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I ain't going to yeah, put it out yeah, there yeah, like yeah. that. I ain't going to say nothing like, you know. Yeah. We, we, we family okay. friendly over here. Yeah, we family friendly. All right, for sure, y'all. <laughs> hey, uh, this is Ty Westbrook signing out on another episode of People That You Don't Know That You Should Know. Keep it locked. Stay warm. Stay safe. Be cool. We want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of People That You Don't Know That You Should Know. If you like our show and want to learn more, check out tool2creates.com. And oh, yeah, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast. You guys be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of People That You Don't Know That You Should Know. I'm Tyler Westbrook, signing out.